And welcome back to a new podcast episode. Glad to have you here. Thank you for taking your time out to listen to this podcast specifically. I really do appreciate every single listen. Um, today, we're going to talk about something important, something deep. Um, it's And basically saying the art of getting shit done. Um, and actually, I, I had a, I put a poll out on my Instagram stories of like, hey, should I cuss more? Because like, when I'm on video or, or audio, just because in real life, uh, in person, um, and Lex will attest to, attest to this the, the most that like, I, I cuss like every other four words. Um, but on, you know, social media on YouTube, I try to not do that just because, you know, in case you're playing it in your car with your family, your kids, or you're, you know, whatever, like, I, I don't want, you know, I don't want it to upset anyone. Um, so I, I might introduce a few more swear words here and there, just because like, that is, like I, that's how I naturally talk. Um, not crazy, but you know, I, I might be a bit more, you know, I might, I might anyway. So today we're going to talk about getting shit done, meaning, you know, when things are getting tough, um, or, or, or regardless of how tough it is or how big of a climb it is, um, to still go out and get it done simply due to the fact that it has to get done. And the main thing I'm, I'm going to do here is just go back to some examples over the last, you know, call it, 10 years, eight years um, of my experience of my journey of where things just got tough. And regardless of what it was, like it had to get done and I had to go through it. And this isn't to play like the who look at me like I'm so badass card or anything like that. It's more so of just to uh, shine some light on look in, in some scenarios, in some situations uh, at some point in in your life, in your journey, in your career, and what you're trying to do, look, it just, it's, it's going to get nasty. It's going to get tough. It's going to get hard. It's going to get, you know, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. It's going to make you have your back to your wall. It's going to make you feel like, you know, can you really go through this again? And, um, on those days, you know, it's just, you have the decision to say, I'll go through it or no, I'll just, you know, I'll wait it out or I'll, 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 I'll not go that route because I don't want to go through that. Um, so it's, so don't think I'm, I'm putting, you know, challenges on a pedestal or like going through hard times on a pedestal but it's more so like look it's gonna happen whether you like it or not like it's going to happen to you right um and it's your decision to say or to to, to act on what happens with what you know occurs in your life um and there's gonna be varying uh you know degree of like what bad is right um you know all in all what i what i always say is like what I, the, the hard tribulations that I went through, it's like, if you put, everything's always a, a perspective, right? Like if, um, you know, if, if the way I learned a lot and the way that I've learned a lot, a lot, a lot of my like leadership skills or like my, like how to build a resilient mentality, the way I have learned, the way I take most knowledge and wisdom and experience from the way I do it is through reading anything World War II related. Um, yes, there's plenty of other wars. I get it. World War One, Korea. I, yes, but the one that I primarily uh, look into is anything World War II related, right? Whether it's Allies, whether it's uh, uh, Germany, like whatever it is. Like you, I've learned so much from from reading uh, uh, books to listening to podcasts to uh, watching movies to watching documentaries to like anything World War II related. When they talk about the troops, when they talk about what they've gone through, when they talk about uh, their leadership, when they talk about like just good and bad too, right? I'm not saying, oh yeah, the hero that, you know, went and killed all these people and saved his whatever. No, no, it's just like the people that just went through it, the ones that that were, were fighting in the coldest of cold, wet, no supplies, no, um, 
no resources, no help, like things of that nature is where like where I have taken the most knowledge of, oh, so that's how a leader leads. Oh, so look, look how like the, the mental fortitude these individuals had to be in such a crap condition and to still fight it out because their cause was bigger than what they were currently going through. Um, so again, like you can always, you know, it depends on how you, your perspective on things and on how you look at this situation. So to me, anything that I say here, it's like, I always know like, okay, but this isn't nowhere near as bad as what it could be, right? It, it, can, it can always be worse, right? Um, so again, not saying that uh, anyone's is less than whatever, but it's like, it's, it is always in perspective, right? Um, so anyway, so let's kind of take a, take, take, take a, a walk down memory lane to see some instances where it's just about, hey, look, get it done, you know? And hopefully with this, it's like, hey, look, if, if you're thinking about starting your business, if you're thinking about, you know, whether just starting, whether it's maybe quitting, maybe maybe it's like lowering your hours, whatever the case may be, like hopefully you take this and you're like, oh, okay, so everyone goes through this. Everyone struggles. Everyone has a little bit of worry. Everyone has a little bit of fear. Everyone thinks it might not work out. Like hopefully this just kind of gives you a little bit of motivation to say, ah, okay, so I'm not the only one that struggles. I'm not the only one that has to go through crap because trust me, you're not the only one. Everyone has to go through crap. Everyone has to eat crap. Everyone is going to be faced with tough, tough decisions. Everyone's going to have to make that decision uh, at the fork of the road to say, do I do this or do I not do this? Right. Everyone's going to go through it. So, um, so yeah, so th- there's no particular order. I'm just kind of talking as I kind of remembered the, some things I, w- I wanted to touch points on. Um, and another thing is to clarify is that like, and I say this all the time where like, just because you see me or listen to me on podcast, on YouTube, on Instagram, wherever the case may be, it's like, I don't have everything figured out. No one you watch has it figured out. No one right? If you're like, oh man, they, they just got a new shop. Oh, they're just, they're offering new products now. Oh man, they just hired two other people. Oh man, like they just got whatever, whatever. Oh, they just hit 10 million in revenue. Oh, they have it all good. It's like everyone is literally still just figuring it out. Like everyone. So don't ever look at someone and say, oh, well, I can't beat that company or I can't beat that person or, oh man, I'm, I'm too far behind out of start because you're not, right? If you see someone, you know, hit 10 million in revenue, they're still like, man, so what's the next step? How do we get there? If you're going from zero to 1,000, you're saying, okay, so what do I do? How do I get there? It's all relative, granted, at different playing fields. But like, no one is like, oh, yes, that person, you know, they never make a wrong move. Like, everyone is still trying to figure it out. So same, exact same thing, like everything I'm going to talk to you here about is like, at all points in everything, like right now I can talk about, oh yes, if you want to hire, if you want to uh, train, if you want to onboard, if you want to do like bring on someone to payroll, I can help you with all those steps because like I've gone through it. I've gone through all the problems, but I went through all the problems. I went through all the challenges. I went through all the headaches. I went through all the, all the obstacles to overcome on trying to figure out how to properly do everything, you know? Um, so it's like, you, you don't learn and don't, you, you can't get good at anything if you don't go through the trials and tribulations of that, what that one thing is. Um, so, um, so yeah, so it could be a number of things in a variety of, of, of things that, that could happen. Right. So, um, going all the way back to when I was still by myself, um, no shop, um, no big van. And this is when I was still working at a job. So I've, I've told the story, uh, on a previous podcast. So I'll kind of, I'll touch on this shortly, but, um, there was like about six months like a solid six months where I was working two jobs. I was working from, um, one was a full-time job. One was a part-time job. And then I would still detail on the side. So I would, I would detail from like seven to 12 PM and then go to work from, um, 
1 to 5 p.m. or 1 to 5.30 p.m., depending on the day. And then I would go and clock in at my second job, the full-time job, from 5.30 p.m. to 2 a.m. Um, and the reason why that could work is because, like, just imagine a shopping center. My first part-time job was, like, the first building or the first tenant. And then my second job was literally, like, 10 steps away which is why I was able to get out at five o'clock or, or 5.15, 5.30 and clock in at like 5.30 because like they're literally right next to each other. Um, and yeah, and, and that means like a lot of times, like like uh, if I detail from seven to 12, um, you know, I would eat lunch uh, in my car on the way to my first job. Um, if um, if I needed to eat again, well, duh, I needed to eat again. I would eat from, because at the second, at the second job that I had, um, the full-time job, it was, uh, we did commercial carpet cleaning. So we would drive to the offices. So I would eat like my lunch as we drove to the second location. I didn't really have like a break. And then our actual break time at the, uh, carpet cleaning company was at like around like 10 or 11 PM, right? Because they're, we're working the night shift. So that's like our lunchtime. Um, so that's when I would get, like, you know, sit down for a little bit and, and, and eat and then go back to work from 1130 to 2 AM. Um, depending on the gates, depending on the day, sometimes it would be, um, you know, sometimes we'd, we'd end the day earlier. So we might get out like at like at 10 or 11 or 12. Um, other days we might get out at three, four in the morning, just depending on what exactly we had on for that schedule. Um, but even with that schedule, like I did that for about like six months straight of like detail and whatever free slots that I had and then go work my two jobs. And at the time, like, again, like it, I did, that was just like a, a, a blink of time because like there was basically so much work that I had to do, right? Because I had my two jobs and then I was still trying to detail where it's like, and, but at that time, like I was obviously like very passionate and hungry to like get out of that situation. So I would get every job that I can as, as a detailer because like I wanted to get that, you know, it, I wanted to get those jobs in so I can actually create revenue so, so, so I could leave. Um, and yeah, that was like a, a solid six months of just like doing that day in, day out. And again, like it, that's working like 50 plus hours a week at my day jobs on top of that, adding the detailing jobs, um, that I could fit in wherever I could. And again, it wasn't fun. I wasn't happy about it. It wasn't something I, I would like to do again, but like at that time, that's what it called for. So it's like, I just got it done, you know? Um, so next one here, and again, I have a full podcast episode on this one. So if you want to listen to more, um, I forget which podcast episode it is, but it's like, it's like a few episodes ago. So if you want to learn more about that one, just, uh, go listen to the other podcast episode. Um, so yeah, so another one is, let's say, uh, again, like even finding Lex, right? Like right now you guys see Lex, we're working together, we're a partnership. Um, like we're doing all these things together, but it's like, okay, before I found Lex, it was like, I have to go find someone, right? It's like, how do you find someone? I don't know. Right. Is is there a, uh, is there a resource where you can just find people to partner up with? Is there like a spot that you just email like, Hey, can I, can you send me one of your guys? No, it's literally like doing the necessary groundwork to find someone. Right. And I'll I'll keep this one short just because like it's, it's very unique to like it's very unique to my situation on how I found that person on how I found Lex but it's like like you still have to do your due diligence like okay so what is a proper partnership how do I do this do I you know what lawyer do I get how much is that going to cost like how do I um how do I make sure that this person is the right fit how do I validate all everything that he's saying like you know so on my and it's like okay I have to do all the due diligence to make sure this is going to actually work right and it's like I didn't know anything about the legal process I didn't know anything about the partnership process. I didn't know anything about whatever it was, right? And it's like, okay, well, here goes me just starting to Google everything, uh, contacting lawyers, uh, looking at what's the right process, looking at all these things, uh, paying the money to the lawyer to write up the contract or whatever, whatever, like, um, like it, it was like a long process, but it's like, 
you go through all that crap and the slow process and the tedious process to get to that end result that you want. Um, so now two years later, um, is it more than two years? Like three years, I think. Three years later, no. Obviously, the Lex and I are, are working fantastic to this day. We have, we, we, we have a great relationship. We get along. Like It's like, a, you know, he's, he's like great partnership that we have. And not just partnership, but obviously, like, we're, we're good friends. Like, it, we're always, you know, hanging out. We're always talking more than just business. Um, we have similar interests. So, um, so it's worked out great, you know. Uh, but at the same time, though, it's like, you don't, I couldn't get to that point unless I went through the 20 other steps I had to take. And a lot of it's just like, do I go this way? No. Do I go that way? Okay, that didn't work. Do I go this way? Oh, that didn't work. Okay, let me go this way. Okay, that didn't work either. Like, it's just a lot of like, okay, just trying to find little, you know, routes that you can take to get to the next step, to ultimately end up in your final destination. And in this case, it was to try to get Lex as a partner. Um, so the next thing, if we want to just continue on that one, was eventually we started hiring. Uh, well, we needed to hire an employee, just one. Um, and at that point, and I kid you, like, this was like a two-year, uh, not a two-year, maybe like a one-year problem of where I was like, we hired um, Alex at the time, and again, like fast forward two years and it's like, oh yeah, you know, the hiring process is simple. The, 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 not simple, but like there's a, there's a system for it now. There's a process for it now. Um, we know the steps to take. We know, you know, we have this big old document on onboarding. Um, we have, we dedicate a few, uh, uh, eight, eight hours for just training. Um, but none of that was like obvious at the time. And for a year, like just banging my head against the wall of like, how do you do this? What's the right process? Like, you know, and it's like you keep on trying and trying and iterating and iterating on these little things to be like, okay, like how do we get this to work? Like how does this actually function? How do we get this to actually work in a viable manner that we need it to? And it was just like day after day, week after week, it's like, okay, let's try this. Okay, that didn't work. Let's try this. Okay, that didn't work. Let's try this. Okay, there was something there. Let's keep on going there. Now let's adjust this. Okay, that didn't work. And it's like just a year of like, try this, try that, try this, try that. And, um, and don't get me wrong, like, throughout that time, it's like we're making mistakes. Like, you know, we're, we're going back to customers. Um, uh, we're kind of slowing down the schedule, like where we overbook sometimes, like I'm working longer hours. Um, you know, like a lot of things are happening and it's like, you, you just have to have that, like that mental fortitude of like, okay, like we, we got to figure this out. Like it's, it, it's, 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 you know, weighing heavy on my mind. Like this is the only thing that, that it's not like the main problem we've been having for a while, but it's like, we, we got to figure it out. Um, and even with the editor, I mean, I went through, uh, technically, I think I went through four editors for like two years straight before we hired Justin. Now, again, that 100% goes back to like trying to figure out what's going to work, right? Like, and so I never had like a consistent editor for about two years because I was like, I was just trying to find like, okay, does this work? Would that work? Would this work? Would that work? Could we, could we do this? Could we do that? Um, and again, it's just like, you don't see it online because it, like everything is just highlights in the day. But again, like for the whole, for two years, I was like, how do I figure this part out? Like, how do I get an editor? How do I train someone? Like, how do they follow my system? But then now you look at what Justin and I have in place so far, as far as creating content and the system and all that. And it's like, it's a lot more robust and it's a lot more fluid than what it was two years ago. But again, like it, you don't understand the frustration, the problems that I have to try to go through, like how much it slowed me down, like how much I have to um, how much energy I have to use for those problems when I could use the energy like somewhere else to, like to actually grow the business and make money. Um, but again, it's like you, you keep on going through these problems and you keep on pushing on the problem because you know at some point you're going to break through. And once you break through that problem, it's like, oh, okay, now we just leveled up. Like everything I just went through, all the problems we had, like we just went, bloop, 
<laughs> we just leveled up because now like we have a new baseline. We have a new platform to work off of. Um, and now kitchen, like if you go talk to Oscar from two years ago and you look at how he was creating content to how Oscar is now and how Oscar me <laughs> is creating content, it's like, it's a night and day difference. And again, there's a lot of learnings in that in itself. It's a lot of things that, that, that I realize and how to do things and how to systemize things, how to systemize things and how to, um, how to do the hiring process. Like it just, you learn so much and look like you might think, oh, well, you know, it's, you know, I, I hope one day to, to be in your position, Oscar, I hope one day to whatever, whatever. It's like, you're already in that position, right? Like you're already learning. You're already growing. You're already doing things. It might not seem like it right now because, oh, well, I'm only making 3000 a month and I need to get to, you know, 9000 100% true. I, I agree with that as well. But it's like you are learning right now because what you're learning right now and what you're going through right now is what you're going to use two, three, you know, two, three, four, five years from now to say, oh, yeah, but, you know, back then is when I learned how to do that because now from that experience, applying it to here now, you're able to do whatever, whatever. So, like, right now, you are in the process that I am. Like, you are learning. You are figuring things out. Um, and, like, even right now, like, give me six months, and then I'm going to be like, oh, whoa, like, I discovered this new thing that helped me grow my business so much. And, like, you know, if you look back at Oscar in 2023, it's much different than Oscar in 2026. You know, like, that's just naturally how it goes. Um, so you just, like, you have to be aware that that's going to happen, that, like, the problems are going to come, and, like, you will learn so much, and, you will be able to do so much more by going through all those problems. But man, yeah, like the whole editor thing, like that took me a long while. So like now, even though we have Justin and he, I mean, he helps out a lot with the editing, right? But even with him, like, again, for every one solution, five other problems come about, right? So we have greatly elevated our content game, right? As far as editing, like for me, I don't edit I probably, for the amount of content that we, we produce, as far as editing, like I'm the one actually editing the content, it's probably around like 20% now that I actually edit. Obviously, 100% of the content, I'm the, I'm the talent, right? I'm the one in front of the camera. Um, so it's like, I now see like the, the next evolution of like, okay, I know that like to keep on elevating the content game, it would help to have another editor and shooter so that we can keep all things a lot more consistent. And I'm, I'm not going to get into the weeds of the content part, but it's like, because I elevated from, I'm just trying to find an editor to help me what I have now. Now that that's, I kind of, you know, hit the baseline and like we have a new threshold. Now it's saying, okay, now that we have Justin in place, now that we're able to create this amount of content and this level of quality of content, if I hire someone else, we're able to now take another step forward and be more consistent, create better content, and, and be able to spend more time on certain content because now there's more personnel able to, like, juggle more content. Um, and again, like, I just, it's the amounts of headaches that I went through to, to try to get the content side down. And again, like, this is just the beginning. Like, this 2023, for all of that I've been, that I've been doing, is, like, it's still just, like, the absolute first step starting point and the long journey of what we're trying to do. Um, okay. So another thing is, uh, just shooting the content, uh, um, shooting the content for like proper care and detail groove. Like before we got the second shop, before we got unit one Oh five, which is 3000 square feet, right? We had everything in unit one Oh four, which is, uh, six, 1500 square feet. Right. So because we had everything in one shop, right. And we can, I could only record out of one shop. I would either get there way before 
the customers started arriving or I would stay after the customers were gone to shoot content. So let's say I needed to shoot a podcast at, um, like, let's say I would, I would go and shoot a podcast at 6 a.m. because everyone gets here at 8 a.m., right? Um, and I wanted to shoot it, edit it, and publish it. Um, or let's say I wanted to shoot pot, uh, content for uh, proper care for like the Instagram or TikTok or whatever. So let's say after working already, um, you know, say seven to five, seven to six, once all the cars would leave, I would then bring all my camera equipment and then I would basically do another detail because I would want to shoot content for the social media channels and I would be there from like, you know, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. trying to get content. Um, and it's like, I didn't like it. It was annoying, but it's like, that is the only solution I had at the time. It's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just detail, I'll just try to get content before and after and try to make this work. And like, the, like the, and you could just tell like the quality of content wasn't good because like I was always in that rush mindset of like, oh damn, okay, I only have a few hours. Let's go, let's go. Like try to get as much content as we can. And it just, it, it, it didn't turn out well. So and that's why when we, when we got the new shop, Unit 105, like a lot of things got a lot better as far as the content because like it, it gave me, I wasn't in that in that in that mindset of like rushing to like okay like I gotta get content because in two hours the customers get here. Now don't get me wrong, getting the shop was also not like an easy choice of like oh yeah just you know uh, add an additional thirty five hundred dollars to our bill. That's easy. Like that also wasn't like a you know just like a, a quick decision that I made. Like I contempl- I contemplated on getting the second shop, the Unit 105. Um, I think for like three months, actually, like I was like, is this going to work out? Is it good? Like, I'm kind of scared. That's a lot of money. We're, we're in another contract for two years. Like, is it going to work out? What if, you know, business slows down? What if we don't make money? What if, you know, all these different things. Um, and even with that, like even learning how to juggle between the unit 105, unit 104, it's like that in itself was a problem as well. So like, hopefully you get that the theme of this thing is like, everything was a problem Everything had a lot of obstacles. It took a long time to figure out, but then once we figured it out, it let us, it allowed us to elevate to the next level. And then a new set of problems come in that you have to do the same process to keep on elevating. You know, like that's literally what you do at every turn in business. Like you, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, your job, your only job, every single day from now until forever, is that you're solving problems. That's literally it. You are solving problems. That's your job because you're the one starting this. You're the one that has a vision. You're the one that knows where you want to go. So your job every day, whether it's like, okay, yeah, I guess, you know, where do we order our water from to, okay, so where do we move our location to for the next five years? All those responsibilities, all those questions, all those problems are on you to figure out and to make sure you're moving in the right direction, you know? And again, it's, it's all based on, on, on your goals and what you want to achieve, right? Like it's, it's going to be a different ball game from someone that wants to make $6,000 a month, you know, working from home or, um, you know, just, just making 6,000 a month versus someone that wants to make 60,000 a month. Like those are two completely different businesses. The same thing that you're going to have the same problems. You're going to have the same obstacles just at a varying degree, right? Between 6,000 and 60,000, but you're both going to have problems, right? You're both going to run to the same problems. So it's like, it's, 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 it's completely up to you as far as like how far you want to take it, because obviously the, the bigger you want to get, the more problems you're going to have, right? Um, you know, trying to make 6,000, you're going to have problems with customers, uh, trying to get more customers, uh, upping your pricing, you know, um, if you want to get to six, 60,000 a month, okay. You, now you're going to, uh, ha- struggle more with, 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 hiring, with, um, with make sure you have enough customers for that, right. With getting more space, getting more, um, inventory, getting more like, so it just, it's all the same thing, just at a different degree. Um, 
Yeah, so another thing that we could talk about is like right now, because um, we're going to launch, uh, Detail Groove is going to launch some new services throughout the year. We're going to offer, uh, we're going to launch some products for proper care, our, our detailing supply line. Um, and even with that, it's like those two things are innov- like are also big things that we have to figure out as far as not just the content side of like, okay, how do we get views? Um, but it's every, and it's like, these are things that like, okay, th- this, this is a project that we're taking on for the next 10 years now. So it's like, now we're starting a whole new mountain of work. Um, that has to get done. And it's like, you just got to have that mental notion, that mental note of like, okay, it's going to be tough. It's going to take a while. A lot of things are going to like not go well, but it's like your main focus is on the end goal of whatever end goal that is for you. Right? So it's like, it's like at every turn, it just, you have to be able to say, okay, I, I want to do this one thing, I know this one thing is going to take a lot longer than expected and I'm going to run into a lot more obstacles before I get to that one thing, right? So um, again, for every one solution, five other problems come about. So um, like for us, it's like if I wanted to go get um, a new, like just finding a shop, right? It's like, okay, so let me go get a shop. It's like, well, you know, you, you don't just, you don't just go get a shop. You have to go look at a bunch of locations. You have to tour them. You have to have the finances in straight. Let's just say, it's 1500 square feet. You need to have, um, the, the, uh, a safety deposit equivalent of the first month's rent and first month's rent. So let's say you need to have $3,000, um, in the first month. So you can get that location. And then you say, Hey, well, is everything up to your standard? Do you have to go and get some contractors to set up the electrical? Do you have to upgrade the lights? Do you have to, um, upgrade the flooring? Do you have to buy a lot of stuff to make sure it's outfitted how you want it? Okay. That's another problem because it's, it's more money. Um, then it's like, okay, well, you go, you're coming from a mobile, from a mobile unit. Okay. So then how do you make sure you, you, you're able to bring all those mobile customers to your shop, you know? And it's just like, yes, yeah, like you want a shop. That's what you want. But then it's like, okay, we'll figure out all these other things before you get a shop. And even once you get to the shop, it's like, okay, you have to figure out how to make sure all these things are working in unison to support the shop. So it's just like for every one solution you come up with, five other problems will follow. All right. And that's just, that's, that's the way business goes. Like, at every turn, you're just solving problems, right? Like uh, a lot of the time, once once the day gets started, like if I'm here from 6.30 to call it 6 p.m., right? 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. From 6.30 to 9.30, that's like my time because that's before the editor gets here. Um, that's before like the day gets started with the car. So like I can work on my things for those, whatever it is, an hour, six, seven, six, seven, eight. Yeah, for like two hours, um, call it, right? Just, you know, around there. And then let's say once the day ends from like five to five thirty, I could probably get a bit more work in. But from like nine to five, I'm just like, okay, I'm helping out the editor. Like, what do you need? What are we doing? Okay, let's go do this. Um, if Lex needs help on a vehicle, I'll say, okay, I'll go, I'll go out and help you. Um, so it's like throughout the days, like I'm just helping them get their jobs done because they need me to help them be successful. And again, I don't want to just be here be like, oh man, you know, I want to start my business, but I don't want to go through all these problems. Again, this is something that like happens over time, right? Like I could have easily just decided to not bring on Lex as a partner, not hire people, not get a second shop. And I could be working out of unit 104 um, with me and like a part-time helper detailing cars and, 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 and po- posting on YouTube. Like that would have been a much simpler, easier less frustrating path to take. So don't think like, you know, although yes, you're going to have problems. It's going to happen. Don't already like, you know, don't jump the gun and be like, Oh, I'm already stressed and anxiety because like, wait till you get to that point, you know, like it's just how it naturally goes. Um, 
but just know like it's gonna happen because that's the only way like you're, you're creating something from scratch you're creating something that you have the vision for so like it's 100 percent up to you to look at that vision outline the steps to get there and then execute on that plan and yes a lot of obstacles are going to happen but again up that's 100 percent up to you to overcome those obstacles develop solutions and then actually implement them so you can keep on moving forward right like that, that that's that's whether you want to make six thousand a month or sixty thousand a month. It's going to be the same thing, right? It just—it's totally up to you. And if there's one thing that, like, that that I, I I try to like, kind of tell people every now and then is like, well, don't be scared to dream, though, right? Like, don't don't be scared to set goals. Like, you know, if most people could snap their finger and say, oh yeah, we make fifty thousand a month, I think most people would say that. But a lot of people won't, because it's like, oh, but that seems that's that seems like such a big goal. That seems like so much I have to do. That seems like, you know, that just like, that, that's, some, that's, for some, that's for someone else, not for me. And it's like, well, why can't it be for you, right? Like, I'm not saying you're going to hit the 50,000, but like, don't be scared to set a bigger goal if you think that's out of your reach. Because is it out of your reach? Do you know your true potential? Do you know what you can really do in this life? Do you know if, you, you know, are you saying that like, you're just never meant to like reach for the stars? Like, of course not. If, if you want to dream bigger, dream bigger. There's no one in life telling you that you can't other than yourself. Like everyone wants to talk about the trolls and the haters and all oh, they're just making fun of me. You know, they're trying to, you know, hate on me. But the biggest hater is yourself sometimes because you, you would like to set this bigger goal, but you're saying, oh, that's for someone else. That, that's not me. I can't do that. You know, a lot of times you are your own biggest limitation to what you can achieve in life. You know, so it's like, just think to yourself, like sit, sit down, go for a walk for a little bit and say, why can't I set a bigger goal? A lot of times it's probably going to come to yourself saying, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of scared to do that. Like that's oftentimes how it pans out. So like, hey, look, if, if you want to add another zero to your goal, or, you know, for, for revenue per month, if you, if you want to push a little harder, I will say 100% do it, right? Because like even if you fall short, right? Like if, if you said, okay, I want to make 15,000, 15,000 a month, but you only make only make 12,000, it's still better than if you hit six, if you, if you set like a 6,000 per month goal and you hit 6,000 per month, you know, like also like, it also kind of makes sense as far as like, you still have a higher goal, even if you miss it, because you set a higher goal in the first place. Hopefully that makes sense, but I'll go ahead and end the episode right here. Thank you very much for tuning in to another podcast episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, please be sure to comment and leave a, uh, or like this video. And then thank you if you're just listening to this, listening to this on an audio version. I really do appreciate every single listen. I will talk to everyone on the next one. Bye-bye.